This episode is sponsored by being ahead of the curve as far as recording podcasts over the phone or over Skype or over Zoom, but just not wanting to show up all these professionals by releasing consistently. It's been so long since my last episode. Here we go. Hello and welcome back to the Bargain Bin Movie Podcast, where this week, um, again, just being ahead of the curve. But you know, normally, normally on these types of things, you have you have people talking over each other. You have all kinds of uh, mayhem and ridiculousness going on. So I invited the two most polite people that I have ever met in my entire life <laughs> to get around that issue. Hi, my name's Gabe. I'm your host. With me this week is Melanie Williams and Classic right. Will L. How's it going, guys? Going good. Good, good. good. See, that was- that You was, could have said- What? <laughs> you could have said Melanie Williams and William oh, Locatelli, oh. and then you would have- Oh, yeah. Should we redo that? That would have been great. <laughs> Missed opportunity. <laughs> Here I have today. Uh, wait, what is the joke? <laughs> uh, Melanie Williams and William Locatelli. How's it going, guys? That immediately, you you guys you guys um, got out of my trap immediately because I didn't call. I didn't say one or the other, but you guys both were like one after the other. You didn't talk over each other still. <laughs> We're so good. This is like the exact opposite of the presidential debate. That's what oh this is my gosh, be. dude! I have heard of nothing else all day. I was like, I knew it was going to be a crap show, oh. and it was. That's why I didn't watch it. Like, oh man! But do, do you have you have thoughts, Melanie? Uh, nothing I want to share here. Okay, great. <laughs> lovely, lovely. Yeah, I don't. That's that's it's a whole it's a whole crap show. How are you? How are you guys doing? So the reason, the, for anybody who doesn't know, the reason that I was like Melanie Williams and hesitated was uh, Melanie just got married. Uh, so congratulations, Melanie. Thank you. Two months into it, liking it so far. Good. Good. <laughs> good. That's good. Would that's recommend. Good sign. <laughs> yeah, that's what we like to hear. Um, married my my other friend Landon, which is great. Um, I think that I mean this is kind of the second time that this has happened to me uh where like two of my friends you know in that I, I know both of them they get married um mm. but like i don't know i feel like i'm more uh like equal friends with to both of you guys so it's like a it's a, it's weird it's mm -hmm. weird <laughs> yeah yeah great. you're like an exact mutual friend if that makes <laughs> <Right>? sense <laughs> yes yes yeah it's not like like one of you guys i talk to all the time and then the other one i mm -hmm. talk to sometimes yeah, uh, Will, how's it going? What's what, what's up? What's up in the world of classic Will L? In the in the world of classic Will L, I just started my classes. Um, nice for this uh, <laughs> for this for fall quarter. Uh. <laughs> yep, and your senior year, and your so, oh, nice of college, not high school. Right. If anyone was yes. confused, yes. yeah. <laughs> uh, and you're I I always forget what you're studying, but you're I know you're studying something that I would never want to even touch with a ten foot pole. Uh, I'm studying industrial engineering. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. That sounds I, smart. Yeah. I always, I always say I envy you for that because I'm sure you'll be able to actually make money with that. Um, <laughs> it's great. It's real good. Are the is is it been harder than in previous years? Because I, I hear senior years either like the worst or you've already pretty much finished. Um, you just started. 
Wait, so what sorry, what's the question? <laughs> Has it been harder? Like either either senior year is like the easiest thing you've ever done oh, okay. or the gotcha, hardest gotcha. thing you've ever done. I think I was confused because I wasn't sure if you're talking about like because of COVID. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Well, I, I just started. I just started today, so that does okay, make it great. a little hard All to right. answer. Right. Um, right. But uh, for me, it will be easier because I have a lot of credits from college classes I took in high school. Good. So um, yeah, I always wanted. To it's going to be too. a lighter year for me. Good. Is Good. it online? It is online. Yeah. Um, I think that like my school has like a few classes in person, but. Mine are online, and m- most of my friends' classes are online. Yeah. Mm. Nice, nice. Uh, did you did you go to college, Melanie? Because I didn't. Uh, nope. <laughs> I went like for a year out of high school, and I was like, nah. So <laughs> didn't do that. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, I, I you went for longer than I did. Um, I went for a <laughs> semester and was like, this is horrible, mm-hmm. and I don't really want to do high school over again just so I could start college. That's really mm. it's. Really not fair. Okay, so we all saw uh, Tenant, and um, I want to mention specifically. I I feel like uh, she's two years ago. I don't know. From uh, shortly after I started this podcast, probably, and then found out that Melanie was a big fan of Christopher Nolan. I was like, we gotta, got, I gotta have you on the show and talk about Christopher Nolan thing. So I just want to say this is this is a long time coming. Um, Finally, I've been waiting. (laughs) <laughs> waiting for this moment <laughs> waiting to get on this amazing podcast that uh i <laughs> do every once in a while anytime any excuse i get to like rave about christopher nolan landon knows this i will <laughs> i'll just take it i'll snatch any little moment i can get and i'll run with it. <laughs> good good uh, now okay now i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you a question about how that goes because when I uh, rant and rave about movies to people, this is why this is why this podcast exists. Um, most of the time, they're just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> "Great, good job, good job, Gabe," and pat me on the head and, and whatever. Uh-huh. Is it is it a little bit better with with Landon talking about talking about Christopher Nolan? Um, most of the time, he he indulges me, um, mm-hmm. but when, with a lot of other people. You know, it is kind of just like the nod and smile <laughs> and like clearly I'm getting too worked up about this. So <laughs> Right, right. It's good. See, this is why this is why you have podcasts. Um Exactly. Okay, so I'm we're gonna do like non spoilers, then spoilers, and uh we're just gonna go with initial initial thoughts first. Will, are you ready? You wanna go first? <laughs> uh sure, okay. sure. Right. Initial thoughts. Yeah. Initial thoughts. Um just little, just little things. Like, did you, did you think the yes. acting was horrible? What did you think of the action? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, action scenes, very good, very clever. Um, good writing. I, I liked it. That's okay. my thought. I liked good. it. Um, I, I, <laughs> there were some popular complaints about the sound mixing, and I yes. think there was maybe maybe one spot where I agree with that complaint, but okay. for the most part, I thought it was good. Okay, cool. How did you see? What like format did you see this in? Uh, I saw it in IMAX. Okay. Um, and I think all IMAXs are pretty much the same. It wasn't like... Because you can see it like uh, at AMC, you can see it at IMAX, Dolby, or Standard. Um, uh, they didn't have a 3D version, so... Okay. All right, Melanie, what did, what, did you, what, what are your overall thoughts? Uh, my overall thoughts are I liked it, but it felt lacking in a lot of ways for me. Okay. Um, I think I just have 
high expectations for Nolan, and this just kind yeah. of didn't hit the mark. I think it's a good movie overall, but it's not quite up to his his standard. Yes. Okay, I agree. What um, what format did you see it in? Uh, regular. <laughs> okay, so standard. Okay, did you have any yeah. like audio issues or like trouble understanding? There, I can't remember which scenes, but yeah, I do recall. You know, some things being hard to hear, like the dialogue over the okay. the action and stuff. I can't remember which scene specifically, but I do remember that being a bit of an issue, and I have heard that from other people. Okay, so I don't know right. what happened there. Yeah, I thought I was either crazy, like I, I I was having a little bit of a hearing issue at the time, uh, so I thought it was just me. I was like, you know, I can't hear real good out of my right ear. Uh, I'm it, that's probably why I can't understand anything that anyone is saying in this stupid movie, um, <laughs> because because for me it was pervasive. The whole movie, I was just like, what is going on? Um, but yeah, I I think pretty much what you said, Melanie. I liked it. I think I um, definitely expect more from Nolan because my the overall thing is like the the sci-fi element of it, which you know is the the whole like backwards thing. I don't know how much. I'm pretty sure if you, how much do they give away in the trailers? Like the, do they call it inversion? Do they say that? I, they I just don't think it so. Show. I think the trailers are pretty ambiguous from what I recall seeing. Okay. All right. So I won't go too much into it. So the, the sci-fi element is called inversion and it made pretty good sense, right? There's some, some like weird questions of like, all right, how would this work? And you know, with the, the, villain's plan is like doesn't uh, to me doesn't quite work with the way that the sci-fi element should work the way they explain it but like it makes enough sense you're not going ah what the you know what the heck is anyone talking about whenever they start you know talking about sci-fi gobbledygook you're not confused but Mm -hmm. the spy element which should be and i think jeremy johns mentioned this too but and he like really uh i don't know helped me like organize my thoughts on that so i want to give him credit the sci-fi element makes sense and the spy element is like why are we here why are we talking to this guy why is this person important why do we care about this lady at all does he care about this lady why all of a sudden all of a sudden like she's the most important thing whereas before did he kind of betray her there and because she feels betrayed but i was like he just was doing a thing and uh, kind of trying to help her as well. And then it kind of, you know, didn't work as well as he hoped. Like, you know what I mean? Just the whole movie. Yeah, I was I like, why that. is anything happening? And what is happening? Well, I think for me, I think a lot of that stems just from the protagonist. Like he just has almost no depth to him. Like his character is very flat. And while I think um, John David Washington did a great job in terms of his performance, like there was like no emotion Right. It just, I felt like there wasn't a lot for him to work with. And so I think it was hard to like understand his motivations, you know? Yeah. And we don't really know much about him other than he's the best at whatever it is he does, which mm-hmm. whatever that is as well. <laughs> <laughs> he can pull off a plan going, all right, I need this, I need this, and I need this, and this is how we're going to do it. And here you go. And he does it. So, like, whatever, whatever spy crap he's into, uh, he can do it really well, but that's pretty much all we know about him. Um, I, and again, like the the some of the some of the sci-fi stuff, the way that things play out, I guess doesn't make the more the more I'm the more I think about it. So I'm like very kind of on the fence 
at this point. I feel like I have strong thoughts about some of the stuff, but I'm like, every time I think about it, like even preparing for this, I was like, oh, it's a good, I like this movie. And then I'm like, I don't know if I do though. Goes back and forth. <laughs> um, okay. Do we have any, anything else? Uh, so like, did you guys know that John David Washington was Denzel Washington's son? Cause I didn't for, he is. I didn't know that <laughs> until you just said it. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I can see it now. <laughs> that smile, right? Yeah, that's like, pretty cool. I mean, he's a good actor. I just yeah, I yeah, know. he is. His character was lacking. Right. We don't. I g- feel like Washington is a common enough last exactly. name. Exactly. Don't exactly. Yeah. I never would have thought of that if if yeah. If Washington his name was John common. Denzel Washington, right. then maybe that would have been a giveaway. <laughs> right. His his name is so common. He has to use all three of his names in order to come up in Google searches <laughs> to distinguish himself. Yeah. Right. Oh man. Um, okay. So they, they talk about pincer movements a lot in, in this movie. And I, I feel like, do you guys know exactly what a pincer movement is? Cause I, I wasn't so sure about this either. So if for, for everybody uh, else, no. okay. For everybody else, I'm just, um, just going to read the definition. Do you know what it is? Will you have a guess? I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe like the two way pincer <laughs> movement that they did, like the forward reverse pincer movement is there a normal kind of pincer movement right like, yes there's a normal kind of pincer yeah, movement yeah that no doesn't... i don't really know okay so yeah the way is. that they uh the way that it's used in the movie it sounds like you know something is like stationary and then on the left and the right sides there's like stuff going by you like like you're you're like you're standing between two trains going in opposite directions but mm, okay. the the actual like pincer movement is um like two armies are marching at each other and one of them splits off into two groups and flanks on the left and the right. So I don't, it's almost a distinction without like, you're like a, without any difference, but. So it's like a pincer, like a, like an insect has at the front of its yes. face. Like it's, mm-hmm. yes. It's, mm-hmm. You're like pulling it in. Okay. That makes right, sense. Exactly. And I don't know why this works. It seems like you would, it would take forever to like flank the other, you know, the, the other army and it wouldn't be super effective because you still got the same amount of guys. I don't know, create some confusion or something, but yeah, that's a pincer movement in case anybody um, <laughs> had no idea what these people were talking about when they said pincer movement, the whole movie. Um, cause I, cause I didn't, I was just like, Oh yeah. Uh, so they're going opposite directions, I guess. I don't know. The <laughs> Again, the sci-fi crap. Um, did you guys think, did you guys feel like the, the movie didn't really get started until like the third act? Like, uh, like nothing really. I felt like I was sense. starting to get grip, a grip on things by then. So in a way, sort of. Okay. Cause I definitely wasn't sure that I liked the movie until the third act and they started mm-hmm. like revealing stuff and, you know, little things along the way that you're like, wait, did, did I miss something? Or was I supposed to know why that happened or who that was? And then you just kind of chalk it up to a movie thing and then everything is explained in the third act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where would you guys say the third act started? Um, once they go through the turnstile, once like the main character goes through the, thir- the, the turnstile. What do you think, Melanie? That feels a little bit early for me, but I'm not sure where I would place the beginning of the third act okay. in a couple of weeks. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, it, it's, and it's also a little hard to... You know, unless 
I don't know, maybe maybe you've studied like, you know, film and, and how like scripts work, but it's it's always a little bit difficult for me to be like, all right, yeah, this is a second act, this is a third act. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? What what it, did you have a third act marker, Will? No. I just that's why I asked. Because okay. you asked uh, okay. <laughs> you asked about if we felt and I'm like, I don't know how to answer that when I don't even Okay. Just mm-hmm. just know what that means. Just toward really. the end of the movie, just in general. I was yeah, just like, yeah. Oh yeah, this okay. third act makes sense and it it's sounds cool. ni- it sounds nicer when you say third act than just end of the movie. Right. Yes. <laughs> and also the the third I, act is like the last like third of the movie <laughs> rather than mm-hmm. the last five minutes of the last scene or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but yes, Melanie, it does sound like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trying to accuse you of anything. <laughs> yeah, no, it's my imposter syndrome. It's all good. Did you? Did I think? Uh, yeah, like just be, it's hard for me to not compare it to other Nolan. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Instead of just like looking impossible. it as a movie. Yeah. And I I feel like for me, like Inception feels more slow to start up for me. I think. Okay. Although I haven't mm-hmm. watched Inception in a long time, but I just remember getting that feeling from Inception, where it's like the whole movie, or like so much time is just spent like explaining how it all works, <laughs> and then like mm-hmm. finally you're like, okay, finally they're actually gonna like do the mission right um and this movie i didn't get that feeling so much um but it also the i guess the other reason i asked about the third act thing is that the structure of the movie didn't feel like like three acts normal to me yeah Mm -hmm. it it felt more like uh just like well this happens and then this happens and this is how it all (laughs) happens like yes yes that i agree with that because uh that's what was like I feel like making me another thing that contributed to me being completely lost was just like, yeah, this happens and then this happens and then this happens. It's like a video game where you're like, all right, first you got to talk to the guy with the pan and then the guy with the pan's going to ask you to find his bird and then the bird's going to have a key <laughs> and then you can finally get through the door. Why do you need to get through the door? Just because that's the only way to go. Uh, that's the only way to progress with the mission at all. Yeah, and why, yeah, what's the bad that. guy's motivation? Who knows? Okay. Um, I think that's everything that I've got for... Uh, non-spoilers unless you guys got more in non-spoilers uh, non-spoiler is that Hans Zimmer did not score this film that's something Ooh. I wrote in my notes because I thought that was interesting oh okay yeah, I, yeah. hmm <laughs> I, it, it was fine right the, the score was fine I don't nothing about it like sticks out to me and is memorable which you know could be good or bad but it's the same guy who um, he did the Mandalorian theme and the music for the Mandalorian, which I love. Mm-hmm. It feels very iconic, so it's an interesting comparison. Right. I feel like the the only difference between a an iconic thing and a not iconic thing is repetition. Like not not a it's not really a knock on anything, but like all the stuff that's iconic, it's like it's a good it's a good, you know, piece of music and it conveys the right emotion and then they play it a hundred times, you know? It's like, yeah. Um, there was a video a few years ago, um, and just a guy uh, interviewing random people at, on like at the beach, and being like, "Can you um, hum the uh, you know Indiana Jones theme for me? Hum the Superman theme for me, and then hum the Avengers theme." And they're like, the, "There's an Avengers theme," <laughs> and <laughs> and then you know three three years later when they start actually using the dang thing. Everybody knows mm-hmm. what the Avengers theme sounds like. And so suddenly it's iconic after nerds, you know, complaining about them never using it. So, I don't know. This this doesn't have like a... There's my computer. I don't know what it's... It's just making noise. 
um the there's there's nothing like repetitious about any of the score so uh, there's not mm-hmm. like a bomb or a you know a main theme or anything bom, bom. <laughs> yeah i haven't like gone back and listened to it but i just don't i don't recall anything about it from the movie right um like nothing stands out true it's cool 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 okay all right spoilers here we go um we all thought it was okay i think is what the consensus sounded like um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a little bit better than okay from will maybe yes no yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll say that. Okay, all right. I'm very on the fence. Uh, Melanie sounded like, yeah, okay. All right, spoilers. Um, does the bad guys thing make sense? Does does the or even like the the council of uh, evil people that we never see that their plan is to like reverse time, um, send everything back in inversion? Does that make sense? Does would that destroy the world? Would that help them? I feel like no. that part doesn't make sense. Yeah, that was like a sticking point for me. Even like, I forget his name, whatever the antagonist bad guy's name was, like his Mm -hmm. plan to like take everybody out with him. I was like, kept turning it over in my head. And I was like, how does that work though? Like what is, I don't know. I just didn't quite land for me. And I don't like all those like, like you were saying, the other council of people or whatever (laughs) they were who were kind of like plotting behind the scenes. It just felt kind of cheesy and silly, I guess. Right, and kind of cheap because we never see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did uh, did that make sense to you, Will? Reverse time, save oh, everybody? Um, honestly, <laughs> uh, no, okay. I didn't, I didn't. I don't know that I even followed <laughs> okay. that part, really. I was just like, okay, they've got a plan. He's got to stop it. Like, <laughs> okay. I think for me, that stuff is so like, okay, they like, it's a, like, they could have said anything. You know okay. what I mean? They could have had any plan as long as he needs to stop it. Okay. So yeah. it's almost like, it almost like doesn't matter that much. I will add, because um, Melody mentioned the, the bad guy's name. Mm-hmm. His name was Sator, which was yeah. really odd to me because the bad guy in Inception is Sato. <laughs> I right. was yes. thinking about that. And, and, uh, and yeah. the whole time I was just like, why is the name so similar? Yes. Anyway. I, I, I that was also very distracting for me. I agree. I was like, all right, this, uh, the, both the guys are named Sato. Like, That's it fine. It felt like deja vu almost. I was like, this feels like I've heard this before. Why does the name sound familiar? Right. Yeah. yeah I legit thought it was just Sato. I didn't know there was an R at the end. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I guess there's like this, uh, thing from the first century. That's like a square of letters, whether words that are like, I don't know. It's hard to explain without looking at it, but it's like mm. these these Latin words that are all words, and then like um, like each word is another word backwards, and and tenet is in the middle, is the word in the middle. And oh. anyway, sator sator well, is one of the words. It's it's a palindrome, but it's a palindrome square. So yeah. the pa- okay. a palindrome um, is like the it's the same forwards and backwards, like the word mm-hmm. can be. Is it, did you ask what a palindrome was? Is that no, no, no. I was saying the word tenet is... Is a palindrome. Got it. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's why it's in the middle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, does I'm that looking, mean like the, right the bad guy in his next film is going to be Satan? I feel like he just keeps <laughs> adding a letter. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But it'll be spelled with an I for no reason. <laughs> he forgot the Satan, I for this Satan. one and then it, it'll Satan. come back. <laughs> Satan. Satan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's Satin. Satine. <clears throat> For you guys who watch cartoons. Yeah, Sator. But that is it only palindromes a certain way? 
so it's like it's like <laughs> it's really hard to explain without just looking at it. Um, <laughs> it's like you have like Sator, and then the next word starts with A. Yeah, and then like I'm looking the next at word it, starts and with I T still don't. And, is and then like the next word starts with O and ends with A, right? Uh-huh. And the next word starts with is is like Rotas, yeah, for backwards, yeah. So it's like. Do you have a name of what this is called? I want to look it up too. <laughs> it's on the Wikipedia page for ten. If you just Google oh, Sator, okay. S A T O R, it'll come up as mm-hmm. well. Alrighty, cool. So it's like a repo opera, but like that's not a. So only one of them is a palindrome. Sator square is a word square containing a five word Latin palindrome. The earliest form has rotus on the top line, but in time, the version with Sator on the top line became dominant. So if you wrote all the words out as a sentence, that whole sentence would be a palindrome, right? Yeah, I'm looking like, at Sator, it. Sator, Aripo, Tenet, Opera, Rotas. Okay. That whole sentence backwards is a palindrome. Nice. Does it make... Fascinating. Does it make uh, an actual, like, intelligible sentence? Does it say oh, anywhere? Wow. It doesn't Maybe say anywhere. Maybe if you're anywhere. trying to, like, summon demons or something. I know. I don't it's, know. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Yeah, that's what it says, like, on... on there's a you can read the Wikipedia page. There's yeah. a lot of different theories it's, about it. But my my personal opinion from reading this page, because of course I'm an expert now because right. I read the Wikipedia yeah. page, um, <laughs> is that uh, it just seems like one of those things where somebody figured out they could make it, and then people mm-hmm. tried to figure out meanings for it. Mm. But yeah. I like it doesn't have like a real meaning. That's kind of <laughs> what it seems like to me. But it's just a you know a jumbled mess of random words that are palindromes, and then people are like it means this we're there summoning satan with opera and tenet <laughs> <laughs> and see the movie started at the opera yeah I was wow to say that wow that's that's beautiful. i like it i poetry. like it okay wait <laughs> it's like poetry it rhymes um <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are the three things they're all in there there's a character named sator there's they starts at the opera and it's called tenet and that's like the magic word wow hmm. wow it all came together. That's very cool. Hey guys, this is Will from the future. Um, I'm sending myself back through time into this podcast to uh, tell you something that I didn't think of last night. So this is the morning uh, I just woke up and uh, I just, this crazy theory occurred to me. So the Sator Square, um, the Sator Square According to Wikipedia, uh, there's a theory about the Sator Square that it was used by early Christians as a secret code to sort of like identify themselves to each other in the same way that Tenet is used as a secret code in the movie. So the theory is that, um, uh, well, the theory is based on the fact that um, the phrase pater noster, which is a a Latin, the Latin translation of the first two words of uh, the Lord's Prayer, can be found in the in the Sator Square, the the letters to form Pater Noster are in there twice, plus uh, the letters A and O are left over. But that's like Alpha and Omega, uh, which is uh, something that God refers to Himself as in the Bible somewhere. I don't even remember where. But um, so the fact that they're using Tenet as a code phrase in the same way that it's theorized perhaps early Christian used the Sator Square as a code phrase made me think. Oh, what if like this movie is somehow a metaphor for the gospel? Even though I know that Christopher Nolan isn't like a Christian, but like, um, so uh, basically, my theory was um, that <coughs> the protagonist represents Christ. Um, you know, we say God sent His Son, 
uh, Christ to the world, but also Christ um, is God. And so that means that God sent himself, and in the same way the protagonist sent himself. Um, Now, God sent himself to save us from two things, to save us from our sin, but also to save us from eternal condemnation. So in the present, we can be free from our sin, and also ultimately we can be free from um, um, condemnation. Uh, and and uh, sin, um, <laughs> I'm having more trouble explaining this verbally than I was over text earlier. But um, so inversion is is sin, you see, because the, the word sin can be found in the word inversion. And then sator represents Satan. And so um, cat, who just represents, you know, regular humans like you and me, cat is uh, in bondage. She's a slave to sator. Um, in the same way that we're a slave to Satan or a slave to sin. And so uh, the protagonist, Christ, uh, is able to defeat Sator's evil plan and free us from the destruction that we were bringing upon ourselves through our own sin, um, through our own inversion. (laughs) The inversion was leading us all to be destroyed uh, in the same way that sin is leading us all to be destroyed. And then um, we're a slave to sin, and now we're free um, in the same way that Cat uh, is a slave to Sator, and then now she's free. And so um, that was basically the theory that popped into my head this morning, uh, the morning after recording the podcast uh, when I woke up, and I thought I would share it with you all. And uh, thank you, Gabe, for editing this in. And uh, let's go back to the present. Um, do you guys like Robin Robert Pattinson? I almost can't Who say doesn't? his name because the one podcast that I listen to that ever mentions him calls him Robat Batten Bat because he's Batman now. Which is <laughs> they try to come up with the stupidest name possible for them. <laughs> what do you guys think? Um, I really liked him in this. Um, I feel like he was a lot of like the lighthearted, like comedic relief since the protagonist's protagonist's character was so like, you know, stern, focused on his mission. It was nice to kind of like break that up with uh, what was his name. Oh yeah, he has, all the characters have names. Um, Neil, Neil, right? Yeah. Neil, great, great. Yeah, it's I just liked Neil it a lot. too. I like. He like doesn't have a last name. Wait a second. Does the uh, Google just says John David Washington plays the protagonist? Does he not have a name? Yeah, he doesn't have a name. It's just protagonist. Oh my gosh! Ha- remember in like the the final scene, he's yeah. like, "I'm the protagonist of this." Blah blah blah. So it's kind right. of right. Great, great. And I think yeah, I was joking. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Melanie. <laughs> no, no, you can go. <laughs> okay, I was joking that like Nolan just wrote the script and then he realized, oh, I never gave him a name. I guess I don't have to. Like, <laughs> wow, wow. It just it felt fitting because you know he do, we don't know his background, we don't know his motives, we don't know anything about him. So even to assign him a name would feel it was just kind of like he was this like blank character that you were just he was almost like just like the catalyst for everything happening. Hmm. But he's also like the chosen one and the one that goes back in time and is his own um, recruiter and the start of Tenet, you know, the founder of Tenet mm-hmm. and whatever. And it just like starts to not make sense because he's like, he is his own grandfather. And how does that work? Like, I don't know. When you start to have paradoxes to me, I just want it to like, is it a is it a constantly looping timeline, you know, being constantly overwritten? Is that how that works? Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't sound like that's how it works to them. I don't know. It sounds no. like well, I think I think they weren't sure, right? Because 
um, they kept like asking each other, like, can, can you change it? Can you change it? I'm not sure. Can you change it? Like, right. He's like, yeah. what's happened happened? What's happened happened? Like, <laughs> right. They're kind of having that argument throughout it. But yeah, I don't know. The, the I just don't like that element of it, I guess, is just personal. I feel like with any sort of time travel movie, though, you just have to suspend your disbelief to a certain level and just kind of go with it because it's never going to make Total See, sense. that's what I normally tell people, but I d- <laughs> it's not <laughs> gelling for me. I, I think I yeah. just the fact that I don't know anything about the protagonist, which I guess is intentional. But just because it's intentional didn't, doesn't mean it's a good idea or like is good. It, you know, it works. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about him. I don't know anything about the backstory. And I won't know exactly how he started tenant either because nobody says that um nobody talks about the founder really mm-hmm. um so it wasn't like even at the end i could go oh they said the founder you know was uh the bravest guy they've ever met and you know he fits that bill and you know has a you know has the thing where he you know snaps all the time i don't know and just has like this quirk or that quirk <laughs> i don't know i'm just making up things <laughs> like uh and then you're like, oh yeah, uh, the protagonist has that, and you don't even you don't get, you get nothing. You're just like, oh, I guess I guess he founds the thing because uh, Robert Battenbat says he founded it. <laughs> okay, all right. I did like that, um, and this is again just like prior baggage. I like that they had a like relationship outside of what we're gonna get to see, and it just reminded me of like the first time the Doctor met. Uh, river song in doctor who and they're just like we had all these adventures together but now this is my last now i'm gonna die but now you get yeah. to have all these adventures with me mm-hmm. yeah I, I feel like i feel like the guy I went to the movie with said the exact same thing <laughs> like i it's like a, i'm like second guessing myself because it's like how how could he have said that exact same thing but i feel like he did well because it's exactly what that episode is <laughs> So if you've you're seen right. That, it is like Doctor Who. Then oh, you're right. It is because he's like the beginning of when I met you was the last time you and it is the exact same. Yeah, thing. you're right. It's the literally the exact same. Wow. Did Christopher so, Nolan rip off Doctor Who? I was just yes. gonna say Christopher Nolan is a Doctor Who stan. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. I just realized that. <laughs> Wait, is he really? I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that should be a YouTube title. <laughs> Conspiracy Clickbait. video, like 45 minutes long, breaking down the theory. <laughs> This one time was seen in Cardiff, and so he must watch Doctor Who. <laughs> he yep. is British, so. Ah. Mm. Have you guys ever seen, like, his brother has an American accent? <laughs> he what? He does. Yeah, his brother, Jonathan, who, like, he uh-huh. co-writes some of his movies with, uh-huh. he he has an American accent. <laughs> wow. Was he born in America? <laughs> no, but he, I guess he went to school in America starting in middle school or whatever, uh. and... And then I guess Chris Chris went to like I don't know Juilliard boarding school in England or British something, school. and so he he didn't yeah British school exactly, uh-huh. <laughs> and he didn't lose his accent anyway. Uh, just oh, something I found out the other day. I don't think I've ever I don't even know what he looks like. I yeah, probably I can't remember. Googled a picture before, but I can't even summon a, an image in my head. Right, I'm pretty sure I've seen him in an interview before, but it's always like they talk to Jonathan for like two seconds, and then the rest of it's you yeah. know, Chris. So. Yeah, great, good stuff. Um, does he care about the lady or doesn't he? 
because I don't I don't understand. What was up with that? What was up with that? I don't understand why he like why she was all of a sudden so important to him. Right. Yeah, that was weird. It was like he was completely like stalling his whole momentum and dropping everything just to help her. And right. it's like, has he not encountered people before? Like, is this the first human he's met no, who has a problem? This is the problem? first hot lady that he's met ever that's been in trouble. Okay. In, in, in the spy maybe that, world. Maybe that happen. is it. And maybe. No, wait. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but maybe he was like just used to doing like, you know, um, more like action missions and never like sort of a double agent kind of a thing. That doesn't make sense. That's what he's so good at. Right. So like yeah. he must have done it before. Right. Exactly. He's good at everything. He's good at killing himself instead of giving his men up. And that was this that was his test that he apparently gave himself. Which yeah. is which is great. Did <laughs> you guys like her character? Her character? I guess. Yeah. Um like I don't know. Most of her character is I love my son and I'm the attractive lead. The the attractive female lead, you know? And for some reason I got mixed up with this uh you know, guy half you know that I'm half his age and he's got all the money, which I guess I'm just like, I'm, I'm arm candy and I love, and I love my son. I, so I guess, I don't there know. Was more to, what, there was more to it than that. Like, <laughs> is there? Cause there was the whole like, um, like blackmail situation or whatever uh-huh. with the art. I didn't quite follow that honestly, but <laughs> I think it was, well, it wasn't she like, she, um, she was. A, she's an, I don't know what it's called. She's a person who looks at art. I can tell you if it's like like real an or art not. appraiser or whatever. Yeah, that's the word. And so she had like confirmed some art piece, and it was actually a fake. Right. And I she, think that was. Yeah, I wasn't totally. I didn't follow yeah. exactly like why that painting was so important and like why okay, she I needed think, it physically to. Help right. I think to I know. Herself. I don't know. I think I know. She so she she authenticates art for a living. Uh, so she's an expert, and she was wrong uh, when she authenticated a particular piece that her husband bought that was really expensive. And I don't know if she specifically benefited from that sale, um, or yeah, I, I, I guess they they imply that that she does because like. Um, they they say that she defrauded him like that the the husband at any time can just go to the police and go my wife you know uh committed fraud by saying that this fake was real and you know causing me to buy it even though it's a fake um but like how how would he prove that is the is the thing like yeah i guess uh, they would just get it like a third party to Right, no, but like, same. why did she, why would she benefit from that? Because she says it was an accident. Like, she just was wrong. Um, she made mm-hmm. a mistake. But in order for it to be like fraud, you it, you'd have to prove that she had something to gain from it. You know, from from right. <laughs> from all the other cop shows that I've watched or whatever. Like, you'd have to you'd have to prove that she had some reason to do it. You, she you'd need a motive. Um, so I don't. I, that part of that didn't really make sense to me either. So I I don't know. Maybe I just explained all the stuff that you guys already knew, and that was the one part that didn't make any sense. But um, it sounded like he was just like, ha-ha, uh, Uno reverse card, I got you. You tried to do something bad to me, and now I've got you, even though she didn't even do anything. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, that was kind of dumb. Um, and then they 
destroyed the thing, but of course the bad guy's one step ahead of them because he's paranoid and really smart. So that whole mission was like completely useless, it seems like, which always is great in movies to me. It's complete... Wait, sorry, which mission was useless? <laughs> exactly, exactly. This is what this movie does. <laughs> no, the no, I just dis- trying to destroy the painting. Uh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Uh, what, is, what am I supposed to call? Am I supposed to say John David Washington every time I say his name? Yes. Um, <laughs> JDW? I don't know. JDW. That sounds like an insurance company. They they both like go to the art gallery or whatever and try to destroy it, right? And then um, meet. Then they fight their past selves, which the featurette, I don't know if you guys watched this before the movie, made it seem like the, the backwards punches were going to be really cool or something intricate or something or even look like backwards punches. <laughs> and then that fight scene was just like, yeah, okay. The other guy's moving kind of weird sometimes. Yeah. In general, yeah, I was I c- a little underwhelmed by a lot of the action scenes. I was just kind of like, okay, when's this going to be over? It, Which I felt like there was so much that they could have done with the whole inversion stuff. Right. A lot of, a lot more of like using the force, maybe. Not like yes, the force. Calling things, <laughs> calling things towards you because you have, you have to have moved it, except... They abandoned that idea immediately. Well, that's like, a I... really, really good point, Gabe. That that's that's such an interesting concept, and it's really weird for them to establish that at the beginning, and then it just like almost never comes up again. Yeah, unless I just missed it when it was. But did I guess there were some things like with the I don't know the the piece of the algorithm that was in the orange case in the car, and I don't know. But maybe did, were you going to say something, Melanie? Uh, no, now I'm thinking about what Will was saying. I'm trying to... (laughs) (laughs) The part with the orange box? No, I think... No, go ahead. Go ahead. We're all thinking very intently about this sci-fi element that doesn't make any sense anymore. I feel like even in the trailer, like, the most... The things that look the coolest were, like, the car flipping backwards and then them, like, using whatever those ropes were to, like, walk up the side of the building and then... Which, like, wasn't even inversion! Exactly! They just got pulled them... They just got pulled up a building... That was very disappointing to me. Like, those were the coolest action things, and those are what they showed in the trailer. Right. Okay, I will disagree with that a little bit, because I really like the highway, like, heist, where he was just like, all right, I need a, I need two big mm-hmm. trucks, I need one of the, I need a fire truck, and I need something fast that doesn't look fast. I was like, that's cool, first of all. <laughs> I liked that a lot, too, but it didn't have anything to do with inversion. <laughs> that's true, yeah. yeah. It was just a cool, it was a cool just like- way to... It was like a Rob a truck. cool party trick almost. Yeah. It was funny to me. I I giggled. <laughs> really? Because I was just like, oh, like, just imagine like you're on the highway and then you're just stuck in between all these vehicles. I don't know. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Or uh, you're just like driving next to it. You're just like, what is this mass of what? Five <laughs> trucks all <laughs> smashed up next to each other. And the policeman trailing them is just like, what the heck is going on? I can't do anything about this, but I don't even know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I get that a little bit, but I don't know. That was kind of the biggest set piece that they kind of did, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and everything is just sprinkled in with a little bit of inversion that seems like it wouldn't even be that helpful. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, and they have inverted people that are, you know, soldiers and stuff. And if you get shot by a bullet like that, it just, like, destroys your insides. It's just like, okay. And then the, they actually have a couple of soldiers that they just beat because and they're themselves anyway. It's like okay, do they actually have people? Do they actually have inverted people? 
I don't know because you can't tell the difference. Yeah, I don't know. A yeah. lot of do you a feel lot of that like, stuff is just like. Do you guys feel like this would have worked out better if it was like say a mini series and there was just more time to flesh out all the ideas and like the premise in general? I was thinking about that as well, Melanie. Not mini series specifically, but just that like if there could have been more time, um, mm-hmm. or like even yeah, I don't know because. I'm just saying yes is all. And I was like thinking of how can I put it in different <laughs> words. But yes is all I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. They probably could have cut out an action scene and uh, fit some more backstory for, for people so that I knew or cared about any of the characters. Mm-hmm. We only find yeah. out about the bad guy like, <clears throat> excuse me, go through puberty again. Uh, we only find out, find out about the bad guy <laughs> like. <laughs> the second puberty. <laughs> the uh, The. <clears throat> He that we only found it that he's dying toward the end and like oh great he's like taking everybody with him because his thing is if I can't have it nobody can mm-hmm. great that's uh we have a villain who is as deep as our protagonist who literally doesn't even have a name is this a video game I think this is a video game go go do a thing get a <laughs> thing go to the next thing your protagonist doesn't have a name and your bad guy is just super shallow because video game. Uh, bad guys suck and the stories are not usually that great but we have a cool thing and we have some cool action and you can do you can do stuff and you can feel like you're the the main character it's a video game i fi- i just fixed this it should have been a video game yeah well, what did what did you guys oh go ahead melanie <laughs> well i mean the complaint that i hear the most often about nolan films in general is that his characters are just like not accessible they're kind of cold they're hard to relate to and i personally have never felt that way with his other films but with this one it almost felt like he was he was just like diving into that totally and just was like well if you think my characters are cold i'm just gonna give you a character with absolutely nothing and i don't i don't know if that was the intention but it's kind of odd that that's always what i hear when people are talking about nolan films and then this is like the ultimate version of that i don't think i've ever heard that before and i definitely disagree with that like you don't necessarily need to see yourself in a, in the main character to like like them or identify with them they just need to have mm-hmm. some kind of human emotion you know like mm-hmm. i don't know the the guy in memento isn't like a nice guy but you know he mm-hmm. is he has a goal and you're like if i if that happened to me i would probably want revenge too you know and yeah you you, you get where he's coming from you know even if you're even if you kind of disagree with him Cobb yeah. wants to get back to his Which, family. It's They want something. This guy just is mm-hmm. doing a thing. Yeah, and I know you said you called her arm candy, but <laughs> I think that's <laughs> why I liked her character because, I mean, she's like driving. She's like the most emotionally co- compelling character in the whole movie, and she's like driving the whole emotional stakes of the entire film. And so I feel like she's kind of doing a lot of the grunt work. Um, and I don't know, it, it was just interesting to see like everything he was doing, all the decisions he was making was because of her and he was trying to help her. You know, it right. wasn't because of himself, so. Right. That's true. Yeah, he does get a little bit of motivation, but you just don't know where that, like protecting her becomes a thing, but you don't know why. I do I mm-hmm. do agree that she she's just not, she's not completely just arm candy. I'm, I'm, I'm playing it up a little bit, but. I, <laughs> <laughs> I know, she, I know. Because she is like really smart and obviously like the, the art, just just the even the fact that she's an art authenticator or whatever is like all right she's smart but also 
she's like she's married to this like super evil genius and is keeping is kind of keeping him at bay as well so mm-hmm. um yeah obviously she has she's like very intelligent but i uh yeah. no yeah i i liked her character um but i i think it was mostly uh, just in in uh contrast to hit to the protagonist like why does he why does he think she's special she he mm-hmm. really has no reason to think that she's special yeah yeah, yeah I that agree i agree that. with you on that even like when he gave her the phone at the end like if you ever need anything or whatever that may be, it was just felt, I don't know. Like you imagine that like if this is his work and he does stuff like that all the time. <laughs> He'd have a million it, phone calls It was calls just all weird that all of a sudden like this one woman, he was like, oh man, this I got to help her. You know, I don't know. Right. Maybe it's just because he's died and come back. You know, everything's a little, <laughs> oh, yeah. a little mm-hmm. different now. <laughs> yeah. Um. What did you, the, uh, the twist at the end where it turned out that the woman jumping off the boat was... Was her all along? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What'd you guys think about that? It's fine. I think that was <laughs> that might have been the least interesting one. Um, like the 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 reveal that okay, and, and correct me if I'm wrong because <laughs> I don't know I don't know if I got this right. The Robert Pattinson went back to be the guy who unlocked the gate and get shot in the head. Is that mm-hmm. is that what happened? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That which was revealed that I wasn't even sure I got right because it was like, oh, yeah, this guy had a backpack and Robert Pattinson had a backpack or something. Um, and <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, great. That I don't know. That that was that was more of uh, – that was like kind of a better reveal. Um, that, that was cool. I think that for me, like I think – I mean, obviously, like the bad guy is like horrible, mm-hmm. but like – and like his plan and everything is like really evil. Um, if it works, I just think if it the, destroys the whole time. The whole time, I thought that like uh, that he was cheating on his wife. That's what I was, <laughs> and that say, was yeah. that was the impression that you that sh- that she had as well for the whole movie, right? Uh, up until that point, and 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 the way that she treated him, and sort of there was like based on that assumption that he was cheating on her, and he was also like horrible, but like mm-hmm. nonetheless. Um, it is kind. Was it was horrible, kind of odd to me to be like that horrible. <laughs> It'll destroy <laughs> well, the world. It was but just... He's not going to cheat on his wife. That's that's above the line. <laughs> yeah, it was just weird to think that all of her sort of her anger and hatred towards him is at least partly based on something that was incorrect. Right. Right. And well, like when she that... when she shoots him and everything. Was that what was implied? Yeah. Yeah, because she uh, she sees the. She sees herself jump off the boat, and uh, they're right. Like, well, I I mean, was it implied that later. like a lot of her distaste for him was because she thought he was having an affair? I thought, for me, what I understood is that it was uh, mainly because he was, you know, emotionally abusive and like withholding things from her and controlling her. That's what I understood from it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that was just kind of like the cherry on top of everything else. Right. I no, I, I, agree I think with that. I think I agree with you on that melanie i think it was just like even just the cherry on top was the fact that the cherry on top was not there actually was there, no cherry I guess, is there was no cherry <laughs> that's still that still felt kind of odd to me and like well i mean it's not like now i think she shouldn't have killed him i mean <laughs> but like it's still just like 
Okay, interesting. Like, right. I yeah, think they kind did. of a head scratcher, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they, I mean, they didn't even address it. It was just like you saw her jump and then you kind of figured out and then she didn't say anything about it. So it is interesting that they didn't even, they just kind of like let you figure did, it out though. for yourself. And did she? Yeah, a little bit. When, when he was like going to beat her with a belt, he said something, she said something about another woman. I'm fairly certain. Like when you as an audience member just realizes that, oh, it was her that she saw jumping off right. the boat. It wasn't another woman. And they don't even like, they just kind of put it there right. for you to figure out and then just don't touch it. Right. Um, and I think, Will, what you might be like um, getting at or like feeling is the, because you're right, Melanie, he, we know all this other stuff that he's doing to her and and whatever but a lot of that is like talked about and then like he he like yells at her and i think is he actually yeah, i guess he does hit her but it's like later on but mm-hmm. um the the i don't know the cheating thing is like something that we see early on and it's shown you know by the lady tr- jumping off the the boat rather than talked about you know what I mean? Like it, so it, mm-hmm. it's kind of the first thing that really like hits us that oh, uh, this guy's a bad guy specifically to his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I yeah, I guess kind of taking that like that's one of our first impressions of him. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's probably mostly it, Gabe. Is that the first impression? Um, that does make sense. Yeah, but also, yeah. I'm not like thoroughly convinced that he didn't cheat on her at all right like yeah exactly <laughs> no me neither me neither like not yeah. super fussed about it yeah 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 no you're that's also true melanie it's just again like gabe said that sort of showed oh look he was cheating on her and then it's like uh just kidding he <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. yeah okay I, yeah yeah that makes sense there was i feel like there was a couple other things of like how, what did you guys think of like the all right i can't tell you but you're going to figure it out, like Robert Padson being like very hush hush about everything. And then we're like, uh, we come back to the airport, which is very convenient, I feel like. It's like we, you probably could have used other stuff to heal her or whatever. Um, it's like, oh, we'll use the explosion to get into the turnstile. Probably could have used the same turn. Why couldn't they use the same turnstile? I'm getting really distracted now. <laughs> Nobody knows. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, <laughs> so they go back to... Wait, the, for what? The, Sorry, for what? Why couldn't they use the same turnstile? That's what the point was, right? To get... They were going to the the airport to to steal their way into the other turnstile to, like, unreverse right. her so that they could heal her or whatever. Mm-hmm. My understanding was they just, you know, like, they're like, where are you going to get... How are you going to get access to a turnstile one week ago or whatever? Like, they just wouldn't have been able to get in, basically. Mm. Why and, did it have to and, be a week ago? they knew the... Okay, I don't know that part. But <laughs> right? But I think, like, since since they knew that the explosion had happened at that particular date and time, they knew they could get in then. Right. And that was that was more what it was. Um, whereas the other one, they didn't really have a way of, of getting in. I feel like they had captured that one anyway, right? They're like soldiers were using it and had it. Everybody else was gone. Okay, I was lost there. I I did not understand how, like, I don't know. They got there and then, like, Tenet was there and then, like... Yeah, Quicksilver had... I don't know if that was unclear. Quicksilver had control of the base. Yeah, (laughs) Quicksilver, who I didn't realize was Quicksilver (laughs) until the credits, but yeah. (laughs) That thick Irish Cockney accent. It's very good. 
Does, uh, it was. What is, what is his normal accent? Even? Is it that? I'm pretty sure he's American. Really? I think he's American too. But. Okay. That's kind of random to just give like what that character other than it being a cool accent doesn't really benefit from it. Well, I think it was just, you know, like not all these people are like British or American. They come from all different. I think it was okay. just kind of to show the, the their, their international. whatever organization they were part of. Right. Okay. All right. Sure. <laughs> whatever. What was I? Why did I originally get on that rabbit trail? Um, there was another um, reveal of like them them fighting themselves and they were conveniently in masks the second time i just don't i don't know i i don't buy it it doesn't it doesn't make enough sense to me it's too convenient of them uh fighting themselves the, the like why did it have to, why couldn't it just be regular like random reverse you know uh, inverted soldiers i don't know that uh, that's that's just my complaint i don't, <laughs> I don't know what you guys are i kind of saw that coming though because neil because neil was like He's like, hey, did you, like, what happened to the other guy? And Neil's just like, oh, I took care of him. So and then, you, like. And you have that scene where he you, just, like, he looks at him and then he, like, throws the helmet and then runs away. So you're like, something is up for sure. Right. Yeah. So it was definitely, like. It wasn't, like, like it surprising. Yeah. I guess. Maybe I was expecting them to have, like, horrible faces or something. And, and not. <laughs> They're horribly disfigured. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Oh, he's oh he's got a horrible face. I guess I guess we're good. <laughs> I guess we're not gonna kill him. <laughs> he's just so ugly. I feel bad for him. I'm just gonna let him go. <laughs> right. Um. Did we? Okay. I guess I guess we already answered the. We don't know if it would actually destroy the Earth, but I feel like it wouldn't destroy the Earth. Like to invert everything. If you can invert certain things, you should just be able to invert everything. It just doesn't. Well, yeah. If we're getting into like the science of it, um, I I feel like it's all a little shaky. Like. To say that to, like, invert the entropy, like, that, and I don't know how much you guys know about, like, physics and whatnot, but I don't even know that much, so I'm just making a lot of this up, too. Okay. But, like, <laughs> to to invert the entropy, like, I bought that as, as far as, like, with the bullet and, like, unshooting the bullet. Yeah, like, little Because it's like, oh, it's like, it's like going to, like, a more ordered state instead of, like, going towards disorder. Yeah. Like, okay. It's like the opposite. It's like a ball rolling up a hill instead of rolling down like that Mm -hmm. makes sense but then when it comes to how like if you invert a person then they travel backwards in time Mm -hmm. that i don't follow how those are the same thing at all like an object behaving in the opposite way like the energy you know acting in the opposite way that you would expect compared to what like time running in the opposite direction right it's just like it's hard and i don't know i mean I don't know physics that well, but as far as I'm concerned, those aren't the same thing at all. Right. Um, so I felt like... No, go ahead. It depends. Like time, if you think like time is a construct and like it's just a measure of change, then it, it you know, uh, time running backwards would just be entropy working backwards. Does that, does that make sense? Like it's just, yeah. it's still a measure of change, but it's going in the opposite direction. You would think that you'd just be like, I don't know, expelling energy from yourself all all the time mm-hmm. like it, i don't know you just be like creating food and um <laughs> i don't know uh breathing in co2 and breathing out oxygen um getting younger just all time in general would be moving backwards not just and you you would think you wouldn't experience it depending on if you think time is like if you treat more treat time more like magic or more like just entropy moving backwards 
<laughs> oh yeah, and then I, I was gonna say I think um, the whole thing with the world destroying though was kind of based on that explanation where it's like you know if a small thing is actually increasing or decreasing in entropy instead of increasing the world overall will still be increasing in entropy you know just slightly less but mm-hmm. if everything is increasing in entropy um then so, or sorry whatever decreasing, decreasing you know what yeah. i mean uh-huh. <laughs> yeah if everything is going the opposite direction from what you'd expect um then that would you know destroy the world basically and i everybody would suffocate as as far as I, the movie explains right because you can't yeah, breathe I don't, backwards oh yeah you can't breathe forwards air when you're going backwards <laughs> yeah yeah sure Which, okay yeah, great I guess uh-huh. so uh, whatever yeah i don't know i'm i guess i'm just saying like as far as like me already suspending my disbelief to be like inversion makes sense mm-hmm. once i'm there then to go from there to this would destroy the world isn't that hard for me but it doesn't yeah, destroy things it makes things more ordered I'm like, if look, if Superman flew around the the Earth at the speed of light or whatever he does in that movie, and made everything made the Earth just turn backwards that way, which is impossible already. But if you were able to turn the Earth backwards, everything would just destroy itself. <laughs> like suddenly, the you know the ice caps would burn, and you know the other places would freeze because you wouldn't stay on the same axis. It would you just screw everything up. And, you know, uh, mountains would fall and just you just destroy everything. But that's not the way that it sounds like they're talking about this. They're like, everything works backwards and becomes more ordered. Like, that sounds lovely. What what are we what what are we talking about? Yeah. Does that make sense? Did, Did I make this? Did I make this movie make less sense for you guys? That's kind of what I'm trying to do. It makes sense that it doesn't make sense. Okay, good. So what I'm saying makes sense? Yes. Okay, okay, great. <laughs> great, thank you. Well, I remember when Interstellar came out, there was a lot of, like, praise for, in terms of, like, the scientific accuracy of, like, wormholes and such. And obviously that's, like, a different thing because it's, this is all, you know, just... We introduced magic into on, this world, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like it's it's on a different level than than anything we know. So you just kind of have to, like, who knows what it would be like. Okay, right. Yes, I agree. Whereas in terms when, of like space travel, obviously mm-hmm. there that's a different level of like things that we already know about and Right. But when you have it's like when in you're a different making things up, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like when you're making things up, everything has to make sense internally. When you you can't mm-hmm. contradict yourself. And with stuff that's like more based in, you know, some kind of science or theory at least, um there's less chance of that. Is that what you're mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, Gabe, are you saying that because, like, are you saying that, like, if if everything went backwards, then, like, because you were talking about how, like, oh, if they breathe the backwards air, if you're a backwards person breathes forwards air, they'll die. Right. But, like, if you turn the person and the air both backwards, like, everything, then... Which is, I, I assume, what they're doing with the <laughs> oxygen With packs, the world, because right? the... I, I think so. Yeah. I think. So, the backwards air, <laughs> the backwards air should yeah. work for you. Yeah. So then you're saying that like if you if you made everything in the world backwards, including the people and the air, they'd still be fine. Yes, yes, I think. Yeah. So I was wrong earlier when I said that everybody would suffocate. So I was wrong about that. Yes, I'm pretty sure that's how it would work. Everything would be fine. Okay, 
yeah, I mean, I don't know because it's all made up. Right. But so it's. Um, I'm thinking that dur- I, I guess, during the movie and going, this is a lot of effort for something that you're that I'm like, it might work though. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. They're so sure that it's not going to work for the people in the future. They're so sure that they're willing to risk their lives, and the way that the the uh, the movie has explained it to me is not convincing me that it's worth mm. dying for. And I feel like that's a that's a mark on the movie in the bad category. That makes sense. I feel like that just doesn't matter to me that much because gotcha. I feel like with the with the made up thing, they can make up a reason and whatever. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like it's almost as if we're watching a movie. I guess I guess okay, here's I guess here's <laughs> what I am going to say. If if you have to think things through to try to understand it, you're already being taken out of the experience of watching a movie. Ah, uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And so, um, if you're like whether whether it makes sense when you have completely thought it through or not, like um, like think about it later. It's like yeah, it's like whatever. But if it's confusing while you're watching the movie, then um, that's bad. Even if you do figure it out, I guess I don't know. But right. I'm, I don't really have an argument. Like I definitely think it's better if it all makes sense. Yeah. But I just didn't. I just didn't care while I was watching okay. that movie. Is all good. Yeah, good. I envy you. It's <laughs> good. Um, how about you, Melanie? Did it make sense, and then didn't make sense later, or some? There were some like holes that didn't make sense to me, and then like right after I got off, got out of the movie, I called my younger brother Stephen because he had seen it earlier in the week, and I was like, "Explain these things to me," and then he filled in some of the gaps. I was like, "Okay," but yeah, overall, there are still things that, in terms of like the inversion, I was just like, "I'm not gonna try to make sense of all of this because <laughs> it's 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 fake." <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Let's see. That's not I what I'm say about like, in this podcast. <laughs> that is very true. Okay, but I will say, um, like with uh with Interstellar, right? Because people talk about like, oh, well, like. The, when they go in the black hole or whatever and there's like the tesseract like bookshelf thing yeah. like what the heck yeah. and and like there's always the argument of like the movie like interstellar is very like emotionally compelling yeah. right mm-hmm. um and like that's really what it's about and like yeah. it's about trying the love, to man. trying to make <laughs> love love, love will save <laughs> no, i the world. won't do the accent i won't try to do the accent but anyway um <laughs> oh wow uh nice. But then, like, with this movie, that doesn't really hold because it's not that emotionally compelling. Yeah. So you can't totally make the same argument. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Interstellar does get by on, like, you you, you give the one, again, this is, uh, this is the other difference. That's, like, the one, like, really big stretch that they, like, take. Everything else is, like, like you, Melanie, you were saying earlier, is, like, rooted in a lot of science. Um and then at the end, they're like, we don't know what is inside of a black hole necessarily, like technically. We're pretty sure it's just like nothing and, you know, one little tiny uh, mass that's super incredibly massive. And that's why this whole black hole is happening. But like, you don't actually know because <laughs> we can't get inside one. Uh, so why not have this weird parallel dimension that mm-hmm. he gets to, you know, you know what I mean? Right. So that's, that's a little bit different. So technically, like, it could be just a theory Right, right. Yeah. A completely unfounded theory that, but we have no information one way or the other, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. And everything else has been super scientifically accurate. Um, so that's a little bit different than, yeah, 
what you're saying. <laughs> and yes, it it is emotionally compelling and uh, therefore we forgive it even more. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, as far as comparing to other, I think I've, I've, I've pretty much gotten everything out from my chest. So I'm going to start wrapping it up. So if you guys have any more thoughts, uh, feel free to, ch- uh, you know, jump in. But like, as far as comparing it to other Nolan movies, um, like I've seen, you know, Inception, uh, The Prestige. I just saw Memento recently, uh, and I've seen Interstellar, and of course all the Batman movies. So I think that's pretty much it, except for Insomnia. Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh, yeah. have you seen Dunkirk? No, yes, yeah, I saw Dunkirk. Okay. I think I we kind of um, Troy and I kind of talked about that on the emoji movie episode um oh dunkirk yeah. in the emoji movie <laughs> yeah interesting we, we just, yeah i can see how that came out. <laughs> <laughs> it came, they came out the same weekend or they were on the in theaters at the same time i don't remember um i think dunkirk came out like a week or two before that and so when i saw the emoji movie i was like why am i watching this movie that i know <laughs> is gonna be horrible and it's gonna hurt my brain instead of going to see dunkirk which i haven't seen yet <laughs> Like there were like two or three other good movies that I could have watched instead of torturing myself. Um, but yeah, I I like Dunkirk and I like all I like all of his movies, you know, except for even Rises. You know, Dark Knight Rises is good, but um, mm-hmm. it's just my least favorite of the Batman trilogy. But yeah, I don't know. It this might be my least favorite of like his sci-fi stuff mm-hmm. or just his. His his normal stuff outside of Batman. Let's. What do you guys What do you guys think? Have you guys seen? I'm I'm sure. Melly, have you seen Insomnia? Um. So Insomnia and Following are the two ones I have not seen. Okay. I feel like I watched um, the follow like fo- uh, just following or is it the following? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's just following. Okay, I'm pretty sure I watched that on YouTube. It's only it's like pretty oh. short. I is think. it like a short? Mm, yeah, okay. I think it's only like 15 minutes long, maybe. Pretty sure I finished it. I don't know. It was, uh, from what I remember, it was very um, atmospheric. It uh, made you feel things yeah. with a, a lot, with not a lot of uh, no dialogue. Mm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. No, this saying following right. is six, 69, 69 minutes. So. Oh well, uh-huh. maybe I didn't watch it then. Who knows? <laughs> you watched the first fifty. I watched. Minutes and you're like I'm I wa- good. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> There's a lot of a guy following somebody has, else around. I think he has made like a short or two. So maybe you watched a different. Okay, which one's in Sorry. black and white? Because that's the one I watched. That I think that's following. Well, well, maybe I didn't finish it. It's real creepy what I saw. It. <laughs> I saw of it. Uh, yeah, but okay, so those are the two you haven't seen. Definitely is at the bottom of my Nolan list. Okay, cool. How about you, Will? Um, so I haven't seen... I've only seen seven of Nolan's films. Oh so Dark Knight Trilogy, uh, Prestige, Inception, Interstellar, and Tenet. Which... I think Tenet should have been called Inversion, and then you have like the in the in trilogy: uh, Inception, mm. Interstellar, Inversion. Wow. But um, anyway, I I uh, thought that it should have been called Inversion as well, but I didn't put together the in trilogy. <laughs> I was like, Inception and Inversion sounds similar. I like that. Yeah, but you're right. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm joking, but anyway, um, I'm kind of not. I think I haven't seen like I haven't seen Inception in years. Um. And so I feel like I can't really compare them. Um, okay. 
unfortunately. And I, I do kind of feel like that's know. the most I, apt comparison as well. Yeah. I haven't watched is. a lot of his movies. Like most of the movies that I've seen of his, it's been a while since I've seen them. It's been a while. Um, and <laughs> what is that? <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a, a song. It's a song. Yeah. What's it's a really, that? I'm sorry. You like what that one? What song is that? I can hear oh, it in my it's head. It's probably called know. It's Been a While. I don't even know, man. Uh, let's see. It's... Okay. I'm not I'm not super uh super hip with my Is no, that, see, like that old one... song? Yes, I it is. Know. I want to say it's like a 90s song. Uh it's mm-hmm. by Stained. Okay. Uh the YouTube video is from 10 years ago. Um so maybe not that long ago. 2009 looks like. So it could have been 2008, 2009 when the song was actually uh, actually came out that was mostly just because uh i i say that joke just because it annoys my my friend emily um and <laughs> sometimes she listens uh that was specifically okay. for her okay. anyway go ahead. <laughs> go ahead will okay uh so here's here's what i'll say i think um of nolan's like sci-fi concepts mm-hmm. this concept is probably one of my favorite okay um mm-hmm. compared to you know inception or or uh interstellar um or even the prestige which is secretly sci-fi that's a spoiler though if you (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but uh shoot sorry um yeah so probably like one of my maybe my favorite sci-fi concept but as far as actual movies um yeah probably probably below interception and stellar (laughs) anyway below probably below the dark knight trilogy as well i think i like all i think all three of those movies are better movies than this probably but i really liked the concept mm-hmm. yeah i i think i agree with that i this that concept probably got me to think more than most of his other ones um the dream you know inception probably had me thinking for longer though because i was like was he a dream was he in a dream was he not in a dream um and how does everything work but but it, it makes sense but how does how does it work and i need to figure this out um Whereas this one is like, yeah, this had a lot of potential, but I don't think that they explained a lot of it very well or explored a lot of it, mm-hmm. you know, just very much. Um, if they had gotten to play around with the turnstiles a little bit more, I think that would have been better. Um, if they had more inverted soldiers and big things and whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like uh, something. Like, I feel like Rick and Morty would do something really funny with the same, like, yeah. sci-fi premise. Absolutely. Uh, where it would just it would just get completely insane, you know? Um, like the heist episode. I don't know. I don't know if you guys are up to date on Rick and Morty. I think I've seen one episode. <laughs> I've okay. seen yeah. about two, so. Okay, great. I, I'd say it's a show that has some really, really funny episodes and then, you know, a lot that just aren't that great. So, yeah, I wouldn't. I feel like I'm, like, I'm always like, I should get on that, but also... The it kind of makes me feel bad. Like I feel sad after <laughs> watching a Rick and Morty episode, and that's that's not the kind of entertainment I usually uh, put in my brain. That's totally fair. <laughs> that's totally fair. Yeah. Which I, is uh, annoying because I'm like these. This is like really fun, like sci-fi stuff. But it's just like more sad and depressing Doctor Who with like a horrible protagonist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I for for whatever reason I enjoy watching sad and depressing <laughs> things. So I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. But. It's good to know. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, fine. It's good. Yeah. So it it made you think more than the than the other ones. You're, you, it's like your favorite um, sci-fi concept. That's cool. It's good. Oh yeah, I was gonna say because you were talking about the ending of Inception and thinking about that. Yeah. I personally always found that a little cheap. Like. Okay. 
oh, was it a dream or not a dream? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I, I felt like that wasn't even that interesting compared to just like the everything else in the movie. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but that's true. Um, I don't know. I think I was going other places with with it in my mind as well. Like, what else could you do with like dream? You know, I don't know. With with inception or with extraction, like what else could you do? Um, like, what are those people doing all the time? Like, are they f- just flying? You know, those those guys in like the basement, you're just flying everywhere all the time, just having fun. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's like trying to remember thoughts from forever ago, but I don't know. It was cool. Um, yeah. So a lot of a lot of potential, not a lot of actual execution. Here's there's another I O N word for you. Um, so it was it was fine. It's okay. Okay. All right. Anything anything else, guys? I think that's it. I think my uh, entropy has completely worked its way backwards, and I'm uh, about about done. So uh, We've been going for oh, like 80 minutes or something, right? Like, yeah. An hour and, yep, an hour and 20 minutes. You're good at that. Math guy. All right. Thank you. It's called looking at, no, I just looked at my, like, recording time. okay well because i looked at the youtube <laughs> you can read numbers look <laughs> i looked at the youtube video you're talking about um nolan's other one the following um and it's like yeah an hour and nine minutes and you were like you just automatically said 69 minutes and i'm pretty sure on youtube it's it always says an hour and whatever mm-hmm. i was like oh you just i was looking at Wiki- wikipedia okay. which just says right. 69 uh, yeah cool just take just take the win out just take the yeah <laughs> he's like i don't deserve the compliment i didn't i didn't i mean i appreciate it but no because i do see an hour and nine and immediately think 69 but i don't like um that's not what there you go okay all right there you go he does automatically think all right thank you both for 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 being on the podcast where can they find you classic will l oh um class twitter.com classic will l uh youtube channel broken telly that's where i make this really dumb series called the robber with my brothers (laughs) um we make like one episode a year um and then uh i also have my personal youtube channel just will locatelli but you probably won't spell my name right but i'm not going to tell you to spell it okay great (laughs) it's a bold move (laughs) it's very bold um all right melanie where can they find you on the internet on twitter i'm at n-n-e-l-a-n-i-e and yeah, That's Melanie with two N's instead of an M. It's Melanie with two N's. Yeah. Podcast. And I just started a podcast with Landon called Mom, Dad, I'm Sorry. Don't That's ask right. us about the title. That's what the title is. We just chat <laughs> about stuff and it's been fun. So great. you can find that anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yes. And I'm halfway through the first episode. In my defense, they only have two episodes out at the time of recording. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's really good. I really like it. I also enjoy that. um the first recording didn't work out and so there's a little bit of editing i just i Mm -hmm. feel your pain it um (laughs) there's been so many problems with this podcast over the years it's just like we recorded for an hour and there's a constant clicking just through the whole thing (laughs) and i can't even edit this thing without like yeah just like just throwing myself out a window i can't do it yeah those are just not out there and you guys, uh, you guys made it work. Unlike that clicking episode, uh, so it was good. Um, is it mom, dad, or dad, mom? Mom, dad. Mom, dad. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Yes, great. Yep. All right. 
you can find me at Game of the Box wherever you care to find me. I put episodes out here every once in a while. Um, the impetus for the show was I had so many movie thoughts that they had to spill somewhere, and now I don't always have movie thoughts. So uh, it happens when it happens. And uh, But thank you for listening when that does happen. And until next time, bye-bye. Everybody say bye-bye. Everybody say goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>